Hey, Jenna. What's up, Banana? Did you know that Sting manufactures and handcrafts each and every one of their gloves? Wait, all of their gloves are hand-stitched? Yeah. They focus completely on safety and comfort, but they design the gloves to be anatomically able to absorb the impact of the punch and deter the injury. That's amazing for pro boxing, especially because those gloves are a lot thinner. Yeah. And they're smaller, right? Because you're fighting an eight and 10 ounce gloves for pro boxing. Wow. Shout out Sting. I had no idea. Right? An Empire Boxing and Unlearning Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Empire Boxing Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Jay, and we also have a co-host, a very special co-host, Anna Ferrant in the room, and we have a very special guest. This is kind of a chick power episode, mm-hmm. and I'm extremely stoked about this. This might be the first time we've done anything of this yeah. magnitude. Uh, so we have Sarah, Powerful. the perennial Pusek. Yeah. Uh, Sarah <laughs> Hills from Langley, originally, yes. right? Yeah. All right. Represent. Yeah. She was a provincial champion, national bronze medalist, and won her her pro debut by knockout, finishing with a final pro record of 8-3-1. and one. Is that correct? I think so. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll blame BoxRec if it's <laughs> yeah. not, because like that's their Shit, job. That should be right. Yeah. Right? Uh, Sarah, welcome to the show. It's so good yeah. to have you. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome to be here. It's so fun. And I want to punch right in to like Ooh, hailing like from- you did there. Yeah, Right? Thank you. Punch right in, hailing from Langley. I also, so I did a little digging. I was doing a little digging. And I found that you ha- are from a family of nine. I am, yep. I'm the youngest of seven. Five the boys. youngest. Wow. Yeah, five boys. And then uh, my sister and me, I'm the baby. Oh so did your sister also turn out to be ferocious? Oh, you know, it's actually kind of funny. She actually used to beat me up when we were kids. Like I would like, Keyword she was always to? bigger. Yeah, well, she probably still could actually, but like she would always be like the one that would hit me and I would just like fight back with like my nails and like pulling hair, which it really is actually more damaging in a way, but mm-hmm. she would like really hurt me. Like she used to punch me in the gut, like, like, no, like get what, me down. What does she do now? She's just like a not social worker. Like, <laughs> she's a street fighter. <laughs> like she did. I used to teach a ladies boxing class and she came and she like, st- like she hits like oh my gosh. hard. Like mm. she's like mean, but anyways, uh, I would challenge her now, though. I feel like I would. Oh, wow. is that I would a probably have the upper hand? Sister yeah. comeback, pro debut so. slash comeback. Oh family, yeah. we call we, it family, family, family feud. feud. <laughs> <laughs> the takeover, family yeah. feud edition. Um, okay, and then you had five older brothers. Yes, yeah. So is did like is this killer instinct that you and your sister possess? Is this like a product of the older brothers, or is this all in conjunction in some sort of Cusack uh, family tradition? Of uh, <laughs> that's tough actually because. Two of my brothers actually box as well. Mm, okay. um, and they all play like football and stuff. Um, it's not like they picked on me. Like I was like the baby, right? So like they, I didn't get like beat up by my brothers or anything. Like maybe it's a product of my sister. You got beat up by yeah. your sister. <laughs> yeah. Was she beating up your brothers too? No, no. The culture no. of the household. No, maybe. it was very much. We were a very like traditional family. Like right. my brothers never would have hurt a girl. Ah, nice. No, and then, yeah, okay. So. so two of them are boxers. Are they still active as well? Oh, no. Uh, it's just like they had maybe like one had one fight another think Steve had six fights or something. Right. Uh, they're like older 20s, like life got in the way kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? So yeah, it yeah, kind of trickles. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you can't really, it's like, especially for a male, you can't just like play around boxing, right? Yeah. Like you either got to like really give her or like Mom, step back, you know? I'd like <laughs> you to meet. <laughs> what do you do? Um, I mean, Hey, if you're good at it and you're, you're doing it for as a yeah. career, then Hey, ain't nobody gonna, you yeah. know, say much of that. Now, uh, I also, read that you have kind of been an athlete your whole life. Like you were playing volleyball. Um, uh, yeah. Like as much as I could have been. Like I, I, because I, I had such a big family, I, like I was never really allowed to play like uh, sports outside of school. Um, so yeah, I just did like, tr- like all the school sports, like track, volleyball. I played club, club volleyball as well. But, um, but yeah, mainly it was like track was my big thing when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, then I played yeah, basketball, volleyball, a little bit of soccer in high school. And yeah, I just somehow Comes found my way it. into boxing. Yeah. What I want to know is like, what was, how, how did you find it? And like, what made you fall in love with it? Uh, it's actually funny because I think like a lot of people that don't actually like participate in boxing, when they see boxing, they always say it's like super boring, right? Like I was the same, I... Really? I didn't really watch it. Like maybe I saw some clips. And is just, it? Do you think? Sorry, just a parking lot. Do you think it's like the nuances of it? They don't understand. They don't understand scoring. Or uh, yeah, I think just because I, like, I think from like an outsider's perspective, it looks very slow. It's very like they can't see, see all the, the little things. Like when you know boxing and you like 
you begin to appreciate like how hard it is to do all those little tiny little things and like piece them all together. Like it's impressive. It's like Mm -hmm. beautiful to watch. But if you don't, if you've never done it, you've never like been taught about it. Um, you would never know. Right. So it's like very boring. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, to me, I didn't, I wasn't really into boxing or anything, but I love like, used to like love like wrestling and stuff. And, um, I was always very aggressive. Like all the sports I played, I was like, scary like I was mm-hmm. like always out to like I've I don't want to say hurt people but like I've I, seen that look in your eyes before yes yeah. I've, I boxing though it's funny because that works against you I was that mm. way when I started and then it got like stripped away from by my coach like and so I'm not really like that like in boxing more, but, you, yeah. but yeah I like I do have this like intense desire to just like freaking like not, not in boxing but other sports like I just really wanted to like take people out and just like you know I'm very yeah. like, competitive that way and um, yeah, well, with boxing though, I, uh, so, yeah, I guess like it really just started with an ad in the, news- in the newspaper, but before oh, I saw ooh, the ad, my friend yeah. and I were really into the movie G.I. Jane. We like thought she was so badass. And, uh, so we really wanted to be like G.I. Jane. And then like, of course I saw Million Dollar Baby and then I wanted mm. to be like Hillary Swank and still knew nothing about boxing. Just like, you know, just wanted to be like badass quote unquote. So mm-hmm. Okay, and then, uh, yeah, so we saw an ad in the paper, my brother and my friend and I, and just, like, for, like, recreation and tried it out and had no intention of competing, just, like, wanted to do it for fitness and uh, was just totally hooked, like, right away. It's, mm. like, I feel like like all of us that yeah. have, like, box box, like, we know that feeling. Mm. We're, like, like, I kind of remember, I think I can't hear myself now. Is that okay? Matt, I cut out. Yeah, oh, it's okay now. I'm back. You're back? Sorry. Okay. Um. I don't know what I was saying. Uh, when you fell in love, like, what was Yeah, that? like, I remember, like, it used to, our first gym, like, was just in this, like, upper floor of a community center in Langley. It was not really, like, a boxing gym. They just kind of, like, threw it together for, like, a temporary <laughs> the thing. The best kind, though, yeah. really. Yeah, but it wasn't even, like, it was very, like, felt like you're in a community center. Like, yeah. above, yeah, it just yeah. felt, like, not like a boxing club at all. Like, um, so it, it really wasn't anything special. It was just, like, some, like, stand-up bags, like, set up. Mm-hmm. And there weren't, like, double end bags or anything. It's just, like, skipping, like, hard calisthenics. And, like, we weren't even really allowed to hit a bag. Like, at mm-hmm. first, like, m- my coach was just, like, he basically just, like, let me throw, like, the same punch over and over again for, like, a month. It was just, like, kind of, like, mind-numbing. But yeah. it was Honestly, just, like, yeah. kind of how it should be. It's, it's how it should be. Absolutely. How it should like, be. Yeah. That, is, that needs to happen more, I think. Right? Agreed. And, like, and I think that's, like, the... Like the best thing about boxing, I think, is like when you can put all these tiny little things together that you've like perfected, mm-hmm. like that's when it becomes really beautiful. I but think you, but you can't get that. Things. Yeah. You have to spend yeah. the time. And that like first, I'm like kind of weird, but like uh, I was also hooked because like also my coach is like a really good talker. Like he just kind of like sucked you in, like mm. has all these stories and like, um, yeah, so you just kind of, like, you're always eager to go back and, like, hear more and, like, mm-hmm. see more, you know? And, uh, yeah, it was just, I was hooked. And then uh, he basically just told me I was going to fight, I think. I didn't even, like... Isn't that always the way? I think in, so. In, like, old school, like, back in the yeah. day, they would just be totally. like, oh, you you're have right. this thing. Yeah. And, like, I think I had my first fight three months after I started boxing. Yeah. That's kind of good, though. Terry was like, no, nah, you're just getting in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, totally. pretty quick, like yeah. you, you have that experience early on, you know where you stand with it. You're either like, yes. oh, let's do that again. Or you're like, ah, not for me. Totally. And maybe you come back to the gym and just train or maybe you don't. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like you had a Mr. Miyagi type coach <laughs> who sort of yeah. kind of inspired you yeah. on a deeper level. And I wanted to go back to one thing that I think is really cool because I think I'd love everyone's sort of, you know, perspective on this is like, let's let's talk about coaches and and sort of, I don't know, I want to say like, let's say the industry of kind of fitness boxing and how it just steamrolls through the technique. Yeah. Right. Like to be, to be proficient at boxing is like counting every grain of sand that makes the beach. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like a thousand jabs, more than that thrown consecutively. If Mm -hmm. you were like, I'm going to be a hip hop dancer. 100. You wouldn't go from like yeah. three, two, one and be able to execute. Like there's yeah, like spinning on your head day one. Yeah. yeah. You have no. to yeah. like embody the movement so that it, it becomes a part of you. You're not even cognizant. You're not overthinking it. Like you can't, mm-hmm. you have to build it like layer by layer. So why is there this like, you know, Sarah, what do you think? Like, why is there this, just let's steamroll through all of that and cut to the like punching stuff. Why, why does that exist? What does that pander to you? Uh, I think it really depends on the coach. Probably a lot of people are like, let the 
client or the boxer drive what's mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a strong coach and they just want to like please them, make sure they go home happy, they're just going to like say yes. Because yeah. for a lot of people, it is like, I mean, we've had people come in our gym, probably the same with yours, where they like, they're doing I the same punch for a week the and they're like, the they're rope. like asking to do pads and yeah, like yeah, asking yeah. for stuff. Like, yeah. but they don't want to do the same punch for a week. So they don't come back, right? Like, so if you have a gym that's like, mm-hmm. you know, relying on people paying dues and like joining your club, then maybe you're not so likely to do that. I don't know. Like I, like my club was never like that. My coaches were like, weren't about the money. It was mm-hmm. just for the love of the sport, for love, of like passing things on. And like, they didn't even want to train anyone that wasn't like yeah, committed to like- the consumer interest. Yeah, yes, well, it's absolutely. interesting. Yeah, because that's seen as client-centric. Well, yeah. what actually is client-centric is doing the best thing for the growth the of the- Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like the and client- honoring the yes. sport properly. Yes, but it's yeah. not yeah. seen in the same light. It's, and if- yeah, sorry. No, no yeah, I agree yeah. with you. And if we're people, those people that were kind of frustrated by it were to just stick around for a couple of weeks or, you know, like maybe they would start to appreciate like mm-hmm. what it's actually doing. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't fully appreciate it till I actually like went and sparred maybe. Like uh, then it, you notice, you see the people that are learning how to throw uppercuts in like the first week of boxing. Right. They're like throwing these crazy, like they've never sparred before and they're in there throwing like body shots, uppercuts, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, and then you're just throwing like one, twos you're and you have like decent, them. you just have simple footwork and you're mm-hmm. just, you know, doing things right and you just control it. And mm. it, yeah, it's like, I really did notice that like mm-hmm. when we first went sparring, I'm like, wow, like this actually works. Like to just do the basics, do them well. And like, um, yeah, the awesome thing about that, I think, is that like for me anyways, is like I was able to take that lesson and like apply it to my life. Like, how hmm. it, like in boxing, do you, you have to do all these little things right to be good, like to get to like, you know, the victory, whatever. The you have to do the little yeah. things. You have to. It's like, otherwise it's not going to work. Like, um, it's a discipline. Though. Yeah, it's, it's a, a discipline. It's a discipline and a focus, you yeah. know, like you have to have that focus to like, a lot of people aren't going to want to go to the gym and skip and like do the same thing mm-hmm. for like 20 minutes and then do a double end bag for like 30 minutes and like, or just do footwork for like half an hour. They just want to like do hand pads, you know, and like do pads. Like no. it's so annoying. Hand pads are so annoying. And they're to actually me. not like, even great for your technique. Yeah, as a they just make you boxer. look good. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, yeah, there's so many I, things that are happening from the coach's side that are nuanced to, to enhance how the boxer hits or yes, connects or absolutely. whatever, right? Which is why it's so obvious to see good pad holding from it's bad pad holding one on tool that side. Of mm-hmm. many tools, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's really interesting because I think, you know, in, in general, in martial arts, I think boxing is the only one that everyone gets real keen, real quick and gets kind of blast through the idea mm-hmm. of like the accumulation of little things because other, other martial arts are really built on the foundation of that. And mm-hmm. people really buy into that as a culture. Um, and again, to your point, mm-hmm. like it, it, it depends on which club or, you know, which mm-hmm. coach. And or, do we think that those Sports have been commercialized in the same way that boxing no, has, right? No, yeah, super mm. influenced by movies and TV. Could and you media. imagine a jujitsu rumble where they like it grapple would, to the beat? God, it would be. <laughs> what would that even look like? Honestly, I just, uh, yeah. Do you I feel sick? Threw up in my mouth. Yeah. A <laughs> I okay. That's actually, a whole other I thing. actually think that would result in like accidental homicide. Like someone <laughs> would end up just like. Bill? Yeah. No. Like someone would end up like not okay from yeah. that. In Depends the what music you pick. Yeah. Okay, Some t- Taylor thing. Swift dream yeah. where someone's like mouth to mouth recession. <laughs> oh my God. Anyways. Um, so talk to us a little bit about the transition that you made from amateur to pro and what the culture of women's boxing was kind of like at the time. I'm going to uh, let you run with that because that's yeah, a what big year question. Was that? Let's oh, try man. Okay. Well, I was, I only fought amateur for like a year, year and a half. I was pretty quick, but I was lucky. I had a lot of fights and that it was really like Hojo always said it was like so lucky because that never happened then. Like it wasn't mm. as big as it is now, right? So like I had like I think between exhibitions fights, I had like sixteen in like that amount of time, which is That's crazy. In just in BC. Yeah. I didn't travel. Yeah, nothing. It was just is, here. And like, in your weight class. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I was fighting up a little bit and stuff yeah. too, but like, yeah, that's like kind of unheard of. Like even now, I think it's like that's pretty Yeah, that's right. Around here, it's kinda of hard, right? But um but yeah, like I at the time, boxing for women, um, it was sort of like still like, I mean, Jillian is still fighting and stuff, but like Jillian, it was like the big name. Mm-hmm. There was like uh, Olivia Gorella, uh, mm-hmm. who else was there? Like, uh, an amateur? No, in pro, pro, sorry. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, amateur, like, there wasn't a lot going on. Like, you kind of just fought like the same girls in this area. Um, and because it wasn't the Olympics yet when I, when right, I turned pro, that's part of the reason why, like, 
part of the reason I turned pro. Um, also just cause like not, there's not a lot of people around here to fight. Right. So you kind of mm, have to have like, to, if you want to like do yeah. something like whatever, just do it. Right. And I was like, I don't know, had other plans in life. So I didn't think I was going to do it very long. So I thought, Oh, I might as well just go pro, you know, like, so you never had the so. ambition to like, did was that like a conscious thing or you're kind of like, eh, screw it. Let's try. Or, you know, uh, was it more, well, it was more KO, to be honest. It's like, my coach made all the decisions. Like right. he's, you're fighting now. <laughs> no, I mean, it's good though. I, I give him, it's good. Kudos to him. But like, yeah, he decided basically. But for me, yeah, it was like never, I'm being completely honest. It was mm-hmm. never like, I've never dreamed of being like Interesting. a world title holder or anything. I just, I did it like uh, kind of for mental health. It was a big mm-hmm. reason. Um, and just, yeah, I was always working and going in. I was in school. I had these like other big dreams I had. Right. So it was just like, I love boxing but it wasn't like, I didn't like think I was going to be like a world champion. Like I thought right. if it happens, that's awesome. Like I kind of, I wanted to, but it wasn't like, it, was, it wasn't everything. It wasn't yeah. everything mm-hmm. to me, which is like a problem too. When you get to a high level, you can't keep, you know, competing well, at a high level. Sacrifice. You mm-hmm. can't. Yeah. It's like, you're never going to be the best if I'm like, I have like my hands in all these different areas. Right. Like if I want to be like a world champion, like I better, and like all these other girls are just like, doing that full time like oh that's so interesting I want to go back to this thing. like it's yeah. it's not gonna work right this is like, my entire life you just summarized <laughs> 18 yeah. pots and I'm kind of average at everything <laughs> yeah well a little bit but like I just like for me I just I worry that like especially when I was younger there w- there wasn't enough money in women's boxing to make it like a of career course. I wasn't thinking like now maybe there's a possibility that you could you know like maybe mm. it was a little bit late I don't know but like very hard to you know mm-hmm. like because yeah, maybe some girls doing a million dollar fight, but then all the other like girls are making like 800 bucks, you know, and like they have to pay 30% to their corner. So like you can't live off that. Like, um, and I just didn't want to, you know, like I didn't want to sacrifice like career and like, I also really wanted to be a mom and stuff. So I had all these things I wanted to do. And like, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. So ultimately, like women's boxing just wasn't like a it, really yeah. attractive path to Not, be like, this yeah. is what I want to do. I wouldn't say so. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think now, yeah, it could be. But then it wasn't so much. And uh, I mean, it was so cool. Like it was like, especially when you go fight in the States, like there was like a real buzz there. And like even for like the women's fights, like people mm. were really into it. It was really cool. And your first fight was but in Washington. So you was, crossed yeah. the border for that first fight. I did. Yeah. What was that experience like? Talk us through the uh, debut experience for you. That was amazing. That was actually amazing. Because like, amateurs you don't really knock people out like yeah you stop people on the computer <laughs> and like whatever it's, it's not the same you know yeah, it's yeah. not the same because we're in like big gloves headgear blah blah so this one like I just didn't even think I, like when you put me, was, on those tiny gloves yeah I was like whoa like, oh like, my gosh I know to be honest it wasn't like a formidable opponent like let's be honest yeah. uh here but uh she was bigger than me and I think it was more like people were shocked because she looked tougher than me. I was like, I think it was like 20 at the I time. Love boxing for that. I and love I had a ponytail, which is that. a mistake. You're not supposed to have a ponytail because it bounces more when you get hit. Right. But I was just like, I had like a ponytail. Which my coach didn't like, of course. Yeah. 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 And like she was just more like she was like jacked and bigger than me. And like she just looked scary. She's like tat okay. Like, no, you don't look scary. But like, yeah, hey, she's like tattoos. I've, I've like, I don't know. She just looked yeah. different than me. She was like for sure. Hardcore, like spiky hair, everything. Like and uh, yeah, like it was crazy. Like it was, I think it was the end of the first round. I like just like, she went down and then she got up again and then she went down again. And like um, afterwards, like all these people were like, it was, it was crazy. It was like, they were like swarming me and like people were giving me money because they had like no bet for the, the other bet. girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then so the good. main event, uh, it was these two, um, I can't remember his name now. He was kind of well known. Uh Anyways, these two, the two main event fighters, one of them came over to me and he's like, girl, he's like, you got a right hand like a jackhammer. Yes. It was like the best. I was like, yes. Like, oh my God. I never knocked anyone out again. <laughs> anyways. But what, what a pro debut though. I know. It was amazing. It was like, I'm like, Core oh my memory. God. Like it felt so cool. Um, so yeah, that was pretty cool. It was like a really good buzz there. Like there was just like, I mean, it'd be awesome if you guys could create that kind of buzz mm-hmm. in, I don't know if it's possible. Because We're people, But like there, they're like, Hard, there's some hardcore fans like people know yeah, boxing the they're like it's yeah. just yeah, like it really is i'm yeah. gonna say that i think from uh well i'm gonna toot our horn those two female bouts were yeah. bananas so mm-hmm. good but you're right the fan base is different yeah and that's the difference 
Because you can have super talented athletes, you can have a great mm-hmm. fight, you can have a wicked matchup, you can do the full production, but it's just mm-hmm. a little bit different in well, the fan base for and sure. And also mm-hmm. just the availability, like they're throwing fights like every single weekend or every other weekend yeah. in the States, Yeah, in a, in a, yeah. In a city where the culture well, is there. Well, because they can too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, people still I mean. buying tickets, yeah. there's populations mm-hmm. different, so many things. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we would love to. We will. We will. We will. We will. Yeah. Uh, any, awesome. I mean, okay, well, I'm just going <laughs> to, would, would you ever make a comeback? Are you done now? Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think everyone always like everyone loves it. Everyone comeback. thinks about it, you know, like you always want what if to. Okay. Like, I miss it so much. But Hold like up. on a Wednesday, your sister texts you. She's like, oh yo, God. Sarah, I'm actually really pissed at you right now. I'm gonna turn pro. What if you where- gave her like a two month head start? Yeah. And you're just like, or you She's didn't- like quite a bit bigger than me. Like she had to like <laughs> Like what's quite a bit? Like, like, like 10 pounds? This is like air. I can't <laughs> shout out what's she your just- sister's name? Maria. Shout out Maria. Let's make it happen. She is like, it would be the same weight class, but like, no, I think I would still, I think I would still win. I don't know. It's weird because she's scary. She has a scary hard punch. Like, right. She's shockingly. Tell her to turn pro. Sounds great for us. We do next year. She's hard. (laughs) She's a mom too. So she doesn't have much time. But I mean, how fun Uh, would that be? Like babies in the corner, like in a Bjorn or whatever they're called. Dad strapped in in the corner. Oh my God. Yeah. So cute. So a yeah. Mother's Day boat. Anyways, I digress. But <laughs> this is what happens. So yeah. Anyways, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think you you need to know when to stop, right? Like yeah, I think we true. all know somebody that maybe didn't stop soon enough yeah. in boxing because the reality is it's a dangerous sport. And uh, the older I get, the more I value my brain mm-hmm. as well. And I, uh, yeah, I just uh, it's a really nice thought. It's like, uh, yeah, I like bring myself back to like these moments in boxing, like when you're like. In the zone, yeah, in the and ring, training, and like after you go through a fight camp, yeah. there's like there's nothing like it. It's mm. like the best feeling in the world, and like I mean, I wish I could just like find some way to like recreate that feeling. I don't think I could though, because like there's nothing like boxing, you know. It's like yeah. and but I just feel like it would be foolish. Like my husband always like he's told me a few times, oh, you should take a fight, take a fight. Oh, but like hubs. no, yeah. no, it's like it's not. You have to know when to stop and like. When I went out, like a big reason I stopped is because I I realized like I'm not giving it like mm. I love it, but I'm not giving it 100. Mm. percent I'm not training like I fought for world world title, but like I was like working full time, school full time. Like I I really felt like if I was really gonna be fair to myself, I really wanted to do it because I really like felt like I could do it. Like I need to like commit to it, and I can't do that. So mm. it's not not really realistic. And plus, I'm 35 now, so I think of my. That's an honest appraisal, though. I appreciate that. Respect yeah, I that, think that you, you made that choice. Yeah, I just, uh, I mean, I'm not poo-pooing people that do, like, still fight when they're older. Like, good for them. It's awesome. It's just for me, like, I can't stand, like, especially, like, I think the older I get, it's harder for me to do things if I'm not going to do, like, my best mm. now. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. I can feel that. Yeah. I'm curious with that. So, in your transition, what about boxing have have you transferred into your real into your life? Like, what lessons and ways of being in the world do you feel like has transferred over? Um, the lessons I learned from boxing have like changed my life. Like, I would even go so far as to say they like saved my life. Actually, mm-hmm. honestly, Tell like us more. And it, I think it goes back to that that doing the little things thing. Really, like not to go back too much to it, but like, um, it's just like I I learned in boxing that like, yeah, to get to achieve big things, you have to do the little things. And mm-hmm. before boxing, I I lacked the focus. I lacked confidence. I had really bad anxiety. I mean, I still have anxiety, but like now I handle it better. Um, I didn't really like I the thought of like, for instance, going to university or something like terrified me because it just seems so like mind like huge, Daunting. you know, like yeah, yeah, four years like of uncertainty. Like uh, I don't know. I just I had a really hard time like grasping those like bigger things in life, you know, like it was really hard for me. And, uh, yeah, I kind of just like, I guess like, like most teenagers, like I sort of lost myself, you know, like in, Mm -hmm. in, uh, in those years and lost a lot of confidence and stuff. And, uh, when I started boxing and I, I was doing all these little things and just kind of trusting my coach and like seeing the results of these, like doing these little things, like I started winning fights. Um, Trust is such a huge part. Yeah, I did trust him. I started like to see like, whoa, I'm actually like, by doing all these little things that seem so kind of lame while like on their own, like I'm piecing them together and like winning fights and like I'm actually getting good at boxing. I'm starting to like gain some confidence. And so then like I kind of took that and like put that into my life. So then for instance, I started taking classes at um, 
at a, like a local like university college. I just started with like one because I was so scared. So I just, hmm. just took one and like, oh, and I was still working and boxing and stuff. And like, this is not bad at all. So then I took next semester, I took two. And then next, the next year I took three. And then I was like, you know what? Like I, I'm working, I'm boxing and I'm like taking these classes and I'm like crushing it. It's not hard at all. Like I'm just going to take full load and I'm going to work. So I took full course load, like worked full time and I was boxing. Mm. And I did that for like years. And like, wow. but like, I just had to like, Instead of just like dreading the four years ahead of me, I, for me, I just needed to like, just get in there and just do one. And like, yeah. you'll see that it's not that bad. Like do your best, but like, it's not that bad. Let's just like focus on the one thing and then you just take on a little bit more. And like, and so- Shows yeah, you what I, you're capable of. Totally does. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I know it seems kind of lame. Like a lot of people maybe don't need to do that. But for me though, like I needed, I needed that. And then, uh, then I took it into my job, you know, like I started right. putting these other areas. And then it was interesting, the year that I- uh, my last year of boxing when I had my world title fight, that was like the year when like everything kind of came together from all these little things. Like I got my degree. I had like a diploma. I fought the for a world title. I got this like new dream job. Like Whoa. all this stuff happened, happened to me that year. And like, I really like, I credit it to boxing. And like, it, I actually credit it to my boxing coach. Like Aww. I really like he, I wish, not only do I wish I had like started boxing when I was like, 10, 12. Like I wish Mm -hmm. I had like met my boxing coach when I was like 12. Cause I feel like, I mean, it's kind of a shame. Like I look back in high school and I feel like shit, like if I like had the tools Mm. that I have now to like in high school, like what could I have done? Mm. Like, I feel like I just sort of like got through it, you know, like Mm. I was just, I had this mentality. I just had to like get through life and just like, you know, like I was just like waiting for it to be over almost. It was like pathetic kind of, Mm. you know, like kind of sad, but like if I had like the same mentality and confidence like in high school and it's not even that much it's just doing little things you know like I think like wow like I I actually like I turned out okay so it's fine yeah, I, was like, say, I feel like it kind of like sucks I'm like what a waste what a waste of high school you know like but I mean I think I don't know nah, it's I don't adolescence know. how would you compare it to anything if it was always that good yeah. I guess so yeah that's a good that's a fair point like I, I you know? feel like, like I feel like it's your trench time in those yeah, ages, I like, you so. know, because yeah. the lessons and growth and experiences that you, you get from those times help you understand things differently in your thirties. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah we, I think it's like, you can't look back and go, man, I wish I did my yeah. teens or twenties different. Cause like pfft, at yeah. the time you thought you were okay. That's just it though. Is every phase you're like, yeah, I know everything. I know enough, you know, or you I know am. that you don't know anything and you're just rolling with it. I, but, I don't know. I think I, like for me personally, I was actually in a really bad, I was in a bad place in high school. Right. I was like, yeah. So yeah, I get what you're saying. I just feel like I, can I think maybe for that. mental health, mm, you yeah. know, like it would have really helped me in high school. I like I wish I came across yeah. like a youth boxing class or something. I think I would have yeah. really benefited from that. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't my story, but I could see now how it would be so helpful yeah. in mm-hmm. terms of directing the energy, you yeah. know, and the discipline and having something to focus on and like all the good chemicals that come from even Mm. just the exercise component of it, right? Like it would help us so much. I think it's such a cool piece of like the story of boxing, right? Because, you know, you you hear this this similar theme throughout, you know, genders, ages, races, religions, other parts in the world, how boxing saves people's lives and like Mm -hmm. kid takes kids off the streets or whatever their story is, troubled homes and boxing has the power to do that. And I think it's really, really cool because everything you said was sort of like you had fears. I'm going to try and summarize Mm -hmm. and tell me that, you know, if I don't get it. But it's like there were fears that you had in your life, fear of, you know, um, not fulfilling expectation, you know, fear of others, fear of the unknown. But you overcame that by doing something that most people think is fucking scary. Yeah, that's true. Right. Like, how did we we overcome these fears by diving as deep, like as deep as you can into the other side? You know, so I think there was more courage there and it just kind of had to be unlocked. And maybe boxing was the key. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it really stretches you to understand what you're capable of. And that is something I think boxing is, yeah. is very cool. And, and not yeah. just, not right. even just from like, oh man, actually I'm a pretty good athlete or I'm pretty this strong, but like mentally. man, look at the resilience mm-hmm. I have, like yeah. to go in, like we've all had our asses kicked mm-hmm. and like, to sh- I think the hardest thing that shows you the, the, the depth of your character and like your, your resiliency is like, are you back in the gym though after that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, overcoming fear by doing something scary Absolutely. is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, I love that. One of the things I kind of want to pivot to talk a little bit about becoming a mom Mm. and just that something me and Jenna were talking about earlier is, you know, the perception of 
boxing being very aggressive and it's very like masculine mm. and male energy dominant, mm -hmm. but then also straddling the feminine side of ourselves and what that looks like from the outside, but also as individuals. And I'm just wondering, did you always feel like you held those balances equally or did you feel more attuned to your feminine having gone through the process of pregnancy and having a kid? Like, did you consider those things or like, yeah, just curious how that shifted or changed for you? Um, well, I always thought that I was meant to be a boy. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know why. Even when I was younger, I was like, ah, it'd be awesome to be a boy. Like, cause I have so many brothers, right? Yeah. So I think that's probably why I felt that way is I was like a tomboy and stuff. But, um, I just think about boxing. Like, I think the nice thing about boxing is that for me anyways, uh, is that when I went to the gym, it's primarily men there. There's some girls, but like, you kind of just become one of the boys in a way. Like, you don't have to worry about like, and I think there's probably some girls that like dress up and like whatever mm -hmm. look hot for the gym, but like I sure as hell did not. Like, <laughs> I was wearing like the grubbiest sweatpants, like nasty, like didn't wash my hand wraps, which is disgusting, but like I just like gross. And I like, just, just felt nice to go there and just pay to be like kind of gross, like just to be, just really <laughs> like yeah. the expectations. Like, kind of, yeah, yeah, it was like, it was wonderful. Like, and um, I guess like, yeah, at some point I kind of like for marketing, my, my my coach wanted me to be more like feminine looking, you know, for like pictures and stuff. But like, I, I never was thinking like, I never felt feminine, you know, right, when I was right, boxing right. ever. I kind of felt like I was like more Powerful. masculine, yeah. like, I, I guess. I can relate to that quite a bit. I, yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know. I kind of always feel that way with all my, like when I play sports, I don't really feel feminine. Like, but I do think I have like feminine energy outside oh, of yeah, sports. Like, mm. totally. I definitely do, you know, like I, I have like different sides, but when I'm like playing sports, like I don't have time for like, you know. I have a question about that. <laughs> yeah. Sensitivities and stuff. Is that like, cause I, I don't think there's a right or a wrong answer. I think it would be a personal spectrum. Do you, how much of that do you think was just innately how you like enjoyed feeling like your default, like by nature, or was that like being good at sports or being aggressive in sports, you often get compared to a male athlete or there's a sense of like, oh, you're really good. You play like a boy or you, you know what yeah, I mean? So how much, of, question. how much of that was societal and how much was that innate to you? I think it was just innate. Cause like, mm -hmm. I remember even feeling that way when I, I was really good at track in elementary school, it was like my thing track. And, uh, I remember even when I was like six and seven, they like, I was allowed to move up and like run with the older kids because mm -hmm. my siblings were there. And I remember feeling that way, even as a little kid. And like, mm. that's not something I'm hearing people saying yeah. like, oh, you're like a boy. Like, I think it was just how I was. And like also that's just cool. seeing my big brothers and like, I just wanted to be like my brothers. Mm -hmm. Like I totally did. Like I wanted to be tough like them. I wanted to be like, so yeah, I don't, yeah. I think it was just who I was. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's kind of funny because- there, I feel like the Sarah I am now actually was like Sarah at like six to like 10. Like hmm. she just went away for a while and like those teen years or whatever. And then she came back like with boxing sort of like how I feel now is like how I felt like when I was like doing track when I was a little kid. How old is your baby? He is almost one and a half. I was going to say, was there any, is, was that like a mirror or a reflector? It kind of like, did, was it your, your child that brought you back to feeling like you were that six no, to well, 10 year old? I was actually just thinking about it the other day. I was huh. like thinking like, you know, I like, cause I was, I did have like a stretch where I was like pressed, anxious. Like it was a really mm. hard stretch for me. Like family stuff was happening. That was like probably from like 12 to like when I started boxing, like 18, 19. But before that, like. I just, I, I remember like in track and stuff and even I had a real like confidence about me for a little kid. I remember mm. like even like coaches would say stuff. Like I was just very like, I, yeah, I just felt like nothing could stop me. You know, mm. like I was like unstoppable mm -hmm. almost. Mm -hmm. I had this like feeling of like, yeah. And I, yeah, I was thinking about the other day. I'm like, yeah, like that Sarah, like that. Yeah. That's like me sort of like she was mm. always there. She just went away for a while. Like she had a hard time and then she came back. Mm. But, um, but yeah, I feel like. I always kind of had that like maybe masculine kind of energy. Yeah, it seems like it, yeah. it was very intuitive for you yeah. in that way, Yeah, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and how has that been like moving into this chapter of like becoming a parent? Like how has that experience been for you? And I love being a parent. Would it's, you ever uh, let your son box? Yes, I would. I wouldn't <laughs> like, I want, I'm definitely gonna teach him. Absolutely. I'm not gonna yeah. force him to like fight over like, but I mean, <laughs> he absolutely needs to know how to like throw punches and like, he is like, a little, he's a pit bull. He's like crazy. Like, and he's like jacked. He's a year and a half and he's like ripped this baby. Like, I'm like so proud of baby. him. 
And I'm like, yes, like hopefully you can box. But <laughs> anyways, as long as you can like defend yourself and yeah, uh, be able to throw a punch. That's what, that's what's important to me. But I don't know. Part of me doesn't really want him to be like, boxing's kind of like risky. You know, I, I feel, especially for men, it's like, Amateurs is different, but like, I just, I would worry about him like going pro and just kind of like, so many people get sucked into it and like, yeah. because it's so addictive, mismanaged. they don't know when to stop. And yeah. it's like, they're mismanaged. They don't like, they're not pursuing other things. Cause they're like, I don't know. So I interesting. Just, I wanted to, cause you touched on that earlier and, and I, I love kind of unpacking the idea of like athletes and their identity. And I mm -hmm. think part of not knowing when to quit is because yes. you you begin to define. And so yeah. the flip side of that though, is like you were saying before, it's to be truly like, let's say world-class at something. Mm -hmm. Every no, There's nothing else that can be of focus right. for you. Yeah, a little bit. So yeah. it's kind of hard at that point to not attach your identity to that thing. Which mm -hmm. is why you have to have people around you that are able to support you and look out for your best interests yes. as an individual, yes. not just monetarily. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I think that's what happens too, is there's a lot of people pulling strings in the background, but yeah. then it sounded like what kind of, when you were describing yourself, like you identified yourself with different things. You're like, yeah, well I, you know, there's this school, there's school for me and there's my career goals and there's mm -hmm. a family goal. And you had other things that have had value to you beyond boxing that mm -hmm. maybe that was kind of how you helped figure out what your value equation is. But I think especially for, for some of the the male athletes maybe coming from, and, and maybe it has to do with like coming, coming up in like rough neighborhoods or hard times. All of a sudden you find yourself on this slipstream of like, mm -hmm. holy shit, I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to make money. My life's yeah. going to be different. It becomes their everything. Yeah. And then when that goes away, yeah, it's, so it's a complete, yeah. it's a, it's a breakdown. It's yeah. a car accident. Um, and, yeah. and that's a really interesting thing. And you see that in the sport of boxing more than really any other sport. Like maybe WWE and stuff like that too. You kind of yeah. see that because it becomes this like mm -hmm. supersized persona. Um, and like, you know, the guys in the, and, the, and the steroids and everything that happens in that. But with boxing, it's really interesting. Like how many, how many MLB players do you hear like going off the rails when they retire? Like as, as a comparison true, 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 or like, yeah. you know, NBA players, maybe there's a, more of a culture around partying and yeah. stuff like that, maybe a little bit, but I don't know. I think, I think boxing, you know, you run into that, like, I can't let go yeah. guy a lot more. Well, you, or girl. you go from being like this, literally the center of attention on a, like a stage mm -hmm. in Fuck front of all on, these people, yeah. just you and one other person. And then it's just gone. And like the spotlight's just off you. And I think those team sports, maybe it's easier. Cause you have like, there's other people there. It's not just about you. It's like, you have support of your teammates. It's like, it's sort of like a shared, you know, glory. Whereas mm -hmm. boxing is like all the glory is on you. And Mm -hmm. Was that hard yeah. for you? Like, do you recall like a transition period when you stopped? Yeah. 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 I remember like my coach told me that year when all this stuff was happening for me, I was just like, you know, riding the high, mm -hmm. like feeling so good about life. He's like, he's like, savor this moment. He's like, you're not, you're not never going to feel this again. He's like, but you got to know that you're going to come down off this. Like mm. you're like when you stop, it's like, he didn't know I was going to stop at the time, but he's just like, you, you, you can't ride this high forever. Right. You're going to come down. Right. Like for sure. So like just savor the moments and like, Good remember advice. them. And I do, mm. I really do like hold on to those memories and like that feeling. Cause I know I'm probably never going to feel it again. And so it's like, Oh, that, that sucks so bad. But like, at least I felt it, you know, and I can like yeah. look back on it and I can like, um, come on podcast and talk about it. Yeah. And, and I'm just, but you know, I'm also just so glad that I did. I did like have my hands in all these different baskets. Like I remember people used to always like, um, like when I was like my twenties, they used to always just talk to me about boxing, always ask about boxing, never ask about anything else. Cause I was mm -hmm. doing well. So I guess it's like, they just thought like, that's probably what I want to talk about. Like that's mm -hmm. who I am. But like, I used to always be like, that's not just who I am. Like I do all these other things. Like I'm in school. Like I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm into horticulture. Like I like do other cool stuff. I travel and like, it was always just about boxing and like, yeah, it kind of frustrated me like a little bit because I never, there never really was like just my identity was like, was, it was never just boxing. Sorry. And like now I'm so glad now that I'm done boxing, oh, for sure. I am so glad. Like I love it. And like, I wish I could still do like, I'd be involved in some way. Like I would love to coach like young girls and stuff again. And, mm. um, but yeah, I'm just really glad that I had all these other outlets and, uh, I just think it's really important to be well-rounded well well unless you're yeah. some kind of like, you know, freak of nature who's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know, Floyd Mayweather. Sure. He can be. But like, well, then yeah. also <laughs> stay grounded. So you're not like yeah, a complete yeah, exactly. piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Egomaniac. Yeah. Exactly. 100. I want to talk but, a little bit more about, um, every time you've mentioned your coach, it's always just been this like 
you guys seem to have this beautiful bond and the impact that he had in your life. And um, my question maybe is like, might strike a, you know, some there, maybe not, but I'm curious with um, your relationship with your coach. I think fine. I find sometimes in sport, it either is like, it can replace a father figure in a lot of ways sometimes. What was your relationship like with your coach and did it, did it kind of take that role for you or was it different? Yeah. So I think things are okay. I don't know. I guess, yeah. Feel free to not talk <laughs> yeah, about fine. anything you don't want to talk you know, about. I think well. there's probably some like hard, like family stuff. Uh, kind of like relating to my father, I guess, growing up. My, my, I mean, he's open about it. He's like, um, he is like bipolar and he's like mm-hmm. quite mentally ill. And so, yeah, there was some like, pretty hard years there uh, with all that. And yeah, but you know, even if my dad, I'm thinking about it, even if my dad had been different, I don't know that you get the same mentorship from like parents than you would from a coach. It's different, you know, cause my mom amazing. And like, she's the best mom in the world. I wouldn't trade her anything, but it's like, she didn't teach me all that stuff. I learned in boxing. Mm-hmm. And like, she just loved me, right. you know, that's her job. It's like mm-hmm. sometimes like, there's it's a not, distance. Yeah, it's, 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 it's be helpful. And that's why I almost think it's not always good. Sometimes it works. I think to have parents coach you, but like sometimes maybe it's better to have a, like, you know, a different influence because Sometimes it works, but sometimes yeah. I think kids but need there's a lot that of drama. You've seen it done well, and then you've parent. seen it done yeah. not yes. so well. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it could because I mean, my coach actually coached his son, but like right. there was like rough times there too. But like he, his son was good. I just am you know? such like, a sucker for like a customado sort of story, you know? Where yeah. Like, and I and I think um, yeah. the nature of boxing opens it up to have this real transcendent relationship with a coach and like such a beautiful impact. And then when people go and like, we've all heard stories of like nightmare coaches, like what was that documentary? There's a documentary about a female fighter. That was so brutal. Well, help me fact checkers. Uh, We're going to, you know what I'm talking about. I could Google it. Um, Incredible documentary. And Mm -hmm. you know, it was the exact opposite story. It was like, um, you know, a vul- I'd say maybe more more like vulnerable from a character's perspective. Mm-hmm. Perspective, um, super talented, like you know, hardworking female prof- professional boxer who's you know ended up getting romantically involved in her coach. Oh, and, uh, he was quite a bit older was than it her. Deal with the devil. The yeah, one on yes. yeah, yeah. I they watched, get married. Yes, I watched Chrissy Martin. Yes, yes, Chrissy Martin. Yeah. And then, you know, he ends up being just like the worst influence yeah. and the most like puppet master type. Mm-hmm. And and like boxing has. Because you are the master. To, yeah, it yeah. has the ability. And, 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 and there were moments that you said master. that. Yeah, where your coach was yeah. like, oh, you know, he basically told me this. He told me yeah. that. And there's this trust and yeah. this sort of and like. vulnerability. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're trusting someone with your yeah. life, man. Yeah, absolutely. And are. it can go yeah. in a very bright and beautiful like path, kind of like what you yeah. experienced and like, you know, our, our custom auto type, you know, character. Mm-hmm. And then it can go in a really dark, dark path. Mm-hmm. you know, like that. And that story was really incredible because I think, um, and I think that going into kind of like talking about feminine masculine dualities and stuff like that, or polarities, I should say, I think there's um, an interesting kind of mm. manipulation that can happen more specifically in a female fighter and a male coach mm-hmm. than a male fighter and a male coach. And then we don't really see the right. story told out as a male fighter and a female coach very often. Well, yeah, because of the representation. Right. For sure. So yeah, uh, just very interesting. really interesting. Yeah. Mm. So in terms of, boxing now is there anything you kind of mentioned coaching young girls at some point is there something that excites you about the future or something that you would love to do talk to us a little bit more about that yeah I I definitely like I need to be involved in some way like right now it's a little bit hard because I'm like a new mom but Mm -hmm. um, I I want to step back into it I like I coached kids for a while and they started like when they started some of them were like 9 10 and they went to like 13 just to see the difference in them. Like when they first come to the gym, like all these like with girls and little boys, like all these like big men and like guys there and like, they're so scared and like timid and like, Mm. like two years, fast forward two years later. And they're just like, they're part of the gang, you know? And it's like, they're so confident. They're like, it's just like a really amazing to see. And yeah, I would love, um, I would love to, especially girls, you know, just cause I know like how much, like you have a really good, um, kind of mentor coaching, energy to oh, you. Oh, thank you. Thank like, you. <laughs> I remember when you came in to spar Thanks. a couple times and I was so terrified. Let's bring back some memories yeah. moments. Oh my God. Like you were like the pro oh, and coming upstairs <laughs> and I was like terrified, but there was just a level of professionalism and respect that oh, you would thanks. know yeah, how to push amazing. and hit hard enough so that I could learn, but also not hit too hard that 
You know, it's just like a, yeah, a different level know, of like, respect and understanding. And yeah, I feel like the world needs more of you. So. Oh, thanks. That's yeah. really nice. Yeah. No, and I, so that's interesting. So that's, you know, Anna's memory. But I remember we were kind of talking about this in the elevator on the way up. We're like, when did we meet and how did we meet? But I remember you, you uh, Jamie Ward also mentioned like you had a really big impact in her mm-hmm. career and as a sparring oh, partner and stuff. And talk oh, about Jamie. those glory days with, uh, oh, with watching Jamie. you guys. Shout out to you. Like, <laughs> In the center of the ring, just Jamie. inside. Just <laughs> How fucking cool is that? As like a young, like up and coming, like boxing athlete, looking and seeing that happen in front of you. How cool oh, is yeah. that? I, I think I lucked out having some pretty solid females to look up to with Jamie and Sarah and Cindy mm-hmm. at, um, down with Terry at the Astoria. And yeah, a lot of really kind of not a ton, but like enough that I felt like, wow, this is really, really cool to watch and to to have something to work towards. At the time that you were doing that, were you aware of the impact that you would have on young people? Or were you just kind of uh, in the moment? Maybe like the kids, because I, I, mm-hmm. I, they are like quite like, they bring me presents and Cute. like I had a, like a really bad breakup and they they knew I loved hot dogs and I showed up at the gym and they had like went to Costco and bought me like a crap ton of hot dogs. It was like the cutest thing ever. Aww. And like, they were like, they had my back, you know, it was like, I was doing stuff for them, but like they did so much for me Aww. too. Like they like helped me so much. And like, I don't know, they, I just learned so much from those kids and so yeah, and it's, it's kind of selfish, but I guess also from, for uh, my own well-being, I would like to coach kids, you know, because you learn, learn a lot from them and they bring a really like amazing energy mm. and uh, they make you feel young again. And, and you learn a lot yeah. by teaching as well. You yeah, know, just you do. True. And like, I think there's there's an honesty and a vulnerability yeah. and sort of like, it's like fresh, kids are like fresh snow. You know, yeah. you get yes, to make the first absolutely. prints, right? Totally. And, and uh, yeah. you know, there's a, there's a cool element in coaching with like, um, you know, being really proud of, when you see your little athlete, whatever, develop, or even like your boxing clients or whatever, oh, when yeah, they go to another sure. gym and they're like, oh, I went to this gym. And then someone was like, oh, you're really good. And you're, like, and you're just like, you know, it's like you, mm. you've engineered that. You've created that experience. You've made your imprint on that person. And, and you've, and not even just from like, maybe like a technical perspective, but also from like a support perspective mm-hmm. as, as someone in their life that they looked up to. Like, I think, I think the coach athlete relationship is one of the most interesting and beautiful relationships that can happen. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Now we wanted to ask you a little bit about, a uh, little bit more about Elroy. Uh, shout out Elroy. Jam. Yeah. What a person. Honestly. So full, like. Clark Kent. Yeah. Like just as a side note, had him on the podcast. Like just the last, it was the last podcast I saw a I clip did. about his wife. So, so cute. I didn't know he was married. Yeah. Is she, this new? Yeah. She came in. She wanted to watch. He was so, oh how God. cute was that? Jason was there. That was really cute. We were, I was <laughs> melting. I'm like, this is a little husband wife moment. It Aww. was so nice. <laughs> and he was so nervous. Bless him. Um, but then gets in the ring and he's this like oh. w- warrior cry, <laughs> axe wielding, <laughs> like psycho. Like, yeah. and, and, and also like, so he's got that crazy, like, you know, warrior spirit, but he's also like a super technical fighter. Like he's lovely to yeah, watch. He's good. He's and good. so you guys were sparring partners. Yes, we were. So, Pretty much until like the last year I boxed, my coach never really let me spar men. He was always like, he didn't trust them. He was just very protective of me, which is yeah, great. But like so at that fair. point, okay, yeah. I'm like, I'm fighting for a world title. Like I need hard spar. I need, I needed harder, like harder mm-hmm. sparring. Like you need to like well, you're not protect also me. In Vancouver, like area, you're probably the hardest sparring. So where are you? Yeah, yes, exactly. And I was, sparring. I was really having like, I was really feeling frustrated with that. Like I, I needed like, I feel like I'm not, I'm always having to hold back, you know, I'm always holding back. I'm always like, I'm never able to just like go hard. And that that was a problem with my fights is that I felt like I was always just too like docile. Like I was never like, and that my actual inner like being is like quite, I used to be quite vicious, you know? So it was weird Mm. because I was like trained to be like held back almost all the time. And so I was like really like noticing that my, my coach like agreed. He's just, he just didn't want me to get hurt. Right. And that's fair. But uh, Mm. finally, he decided that I could spar and it would be Elroy. Enters and so, Elroy. Uh, we had like, we would do like 10 rounds. Uh, I think he would do at least eight anyways, or like sometimes we'd switch out with other, so I would get my 10 rounds because I had yeah. like 10 rounds, right? So like, but like there was some pretty intense, like he actually like knocked me down in one of our sparring sessions, like yeah. not knock out, but like knocked out. Yeah. I was yeah. like, whoa, like it yeah. was awesome. And I got so much better. Like I, I, I wish I'd been sparring men for longer, you know, like I got so much better in like the months that we were sparring. Such a nice guy, like yeah. 
uh, he's a he's a beast in the ring, but he's just so like sweetheart. Yeah, oh, he's so gem. sweet, and uh, it's like a light switch. Yeah, yeah I hope I he does so well. It. I mean, yeah. couldn't believe it. That walkout floored me. I was like, is that the same? I couldn't believe Who's it. that guy? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he puts in a show for sure. So he so. was he was sort of your main sparring partner. You'd yeah. have got like a lot of growth from from sparring with him. Absolutely did, yeah, for sure. Um I just yeah, I became I was more aggressive in my fights. You know, I had more, I was like coming forward more and stuff. And like yeah. I, I just feel like if I had kept doing that kind of sparring, like I feel like my game would have been like so much better. Right. Because you have but, to push the edges. You have to push the limits to really know where you can take something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, I just, I wanted to feel what my power felt like, you know, and For I sure. wasn't really getting that. So, um, well, you kind of want to have the hardest work in your camp and not your fight. You don't want your fight to be like yeah. the hardest thing you've experienced, yeah. right? For sure. Because that kind of flips, the yeah. flips the ideal context of it. Mm-hmm. You want to be like, no, I'm prepared And it for brings this. you, you kind of meet someone's level. Like, you know, like if you're always sparring people that are like a little bit like below you, you start to like, you, you will. You yeah. get to their level. I'm like, yeah. oh, like I'm getting sloppy or like I'm not like. Absolutely. I don't know. It just, yeah, it just needed to happen. So yeah, it was really awesome. And uh, yeah, we used to go there. We used to have to go like spar at like nine o'clock at night. It was like crazy. Why after does school. boxing do this? <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's, crazy. That's when they had the gym, I guess. And like yeah. I was in school. And I mean, like, I guess when you're in your 20s too, it's like nine o'clock means something different. Now I'm like, <laughs> Like, I can't yeah, imagine yeah. getting up like that yeah. on that level now. Yeah. That was like what sparring was like at Hidden City last year or like earlier this yeah. year. I was like, this is awful. Yeah. So Are you my, still sparring? Uh, I'm, uh, my or, last fight was in May. So I'm. Oh, you fought. I feel a little washed up now. But yeah. Nice. I was actually going to ask you that question. I was like, so what's your relationship like with boxing now? I. I was worried you guys were going to ask me about like the local <laughs> boxing scene because I don't know. Like I'm so out of the loop. I'm like, oh, don't worry, no, we're not going to ask you like no, 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 who won like, provincials or. <laughs> uh, I don't even like watch boxing on TV right now. But when was, was the like, last time you threw a punch? Not counting like Thanksgiving with your sister. <laughs> she gets so mad. Uh, years. Years. Wow. I'm trying to think. I think I it might have been that class I did at your thing, oh, or like that was fun. I don't know. I don't know, but I probably, I don't even know if I like, I want, I'm so dying to like get spar, little, but then like, yeah. is that stupid? Like to be taking shots? Like I have had a few concussions, like mm-hmm. I've had to go to like the hospital and like, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I don't know. Like if it's like, is that really wise, you know, to like, do you have an interest that? in holding it with like holding boxing as like a, a training, like, you know, fitness method now for yourself or, uh, Pretty, or is it like, just mean so much from as from you as a fighter? I would want to like, do Why it. Why would I do this? Sometime? I would want to do it like not for s- money. Like I'd want to do it to like help like yeah. kids. Like that's mm. I'm not really interested in doing like I don't know. I have a pretty good job and stuff. I really need yeah, to like yeah. you know like I yeah. I would I would get the most out of it if it was just like you know to help people and in turn it's helping me and that that's mm. what I would want. Mm. You know like to, to help yeah people feel better about themselves and yeah that's mm. probably more what I'd be that. into. I love it. Yeah. So tell us about non-boxer, Sarah, because non-boxer. we want to ask you about the things you want to be asked out as well, too. And it sounds like you've got <laughs> yeah. all these other things that you've worked on and built in your life. you got a family. And now, are you yeah. a horticulturist as well? Yeah. I and is that at, where perennial comes from? It is. Yeah, okay. Because oh, okay. the perennial yeah. is, uh, I don't know if you know, but I do. it comes back every year. You yes. know, so like it never, mm. like whereas like an annual will die, it's not going to yeah. be back. But a perennial, it's like even if you cut it down, it's coming back. Is that symbolic you know? like, for you? Beyond yeah, the yeah, absolutely. That that's kind of like my story, you know. Like, I feel like I was cut down and I came back, and that's how I am now. Like, I'm like, hmm. I feel like I'm a fighter. Like, and I'm when I decided I'm going to do something, I'm doing everything in my power. I will. It's bad, but I'll take anyone down to get what I want. I will. Sarah's on my team. I will. <laughs> End of the world. I'll do what it takes. I will. I will do what it takes to like, get what I want. I just yeah. had this like epic daydream of like you at the front of like a like a Mad Max style oh like God. dually just 100%. in leather, just <laughs> with yeah. Elroy behind you, yeah. <laughs> 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 fully played out in my mind. Yeah. Accurate. Accurate. <laughs> like yeah. Caster and Charlize Theron, and yeah. actually that would be banging. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. Horticulturist. Yeah, cool. uh, yeah. I work actually in, at a landscape architecture firm in Vancouver. They do like high end residential uh, design, and I do the plant portions of stuff. Wow, yeah, so cool. that's such yeah. a gentle career. That's such a gentle kind of like <laughs> juxtaposed Artsy. to the yeah to to this. You know, like yeah. this fighter and this like, you know, I'll take someone out in, in my path to what yeah. I want kind of person. Well, no, there's a lot of that in the job too. It's like you deal with like high. And the weeds, like, man, those weeds. Yes. 
Well, I'm not actually well, gardening. I'm just doing design. Oh, okay, like, okay. Yeah, but like the clients that we deal with, it's like right. and like it's like I you have to manage like contractors and like like architects, like all the stuff. So it's like so that part, this like Sarah like will not stop anything. Like that really like comes into play at my hmm. job. Like, if you don't have that, you will think. So right. yeah, and that actually maybe it got even stronger. Yes, yeah, because of my job. Hundred percent. Like so since cool. I started working there and I moved to the city, I am like. I feel like I've become way more of like a bitch a little bit. Cut like, yeah, like I'm just more like, maybe not in a bad way though. I'm just like, yeah, I just, you gotta be sort of. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. That's so funny. So did it. any of that, like, like, I don't know. Like do you, okay, so you're a horticulturist, but you do, you do more like architecture. You manage other people. Do you love plants as well though? Yes. Well, no, I'm like, I'm, I'm, so the architects in the firm do all like pools, patios, stuff. And I do yeah. like, I pick the plants and stuff for the designs. I design gardens. Do yeah. you garden at home? And small one. And so we have like a rental house right, right now. So it's And you grew a, up on a hobby farm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So my so mom was a huge clear? gardener. Okay. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I got the bug. She was, she had like gardens everywhere all over the farm. Oh, and she so cool. always had like the garden magazines and uh, yeah. So I just kind of yeah, when I got that from her, I think. And like, it started like I was a gardener. I loved mm-hmm. hard work. I loved mm-hmm. like, I just, yeah, I love like mm-hmm. grunt work the even, right? So that's how it started it. when yeah. I had no knowledge. And then like, as time went on, I was like started designing. Then I went to school and mm-hmm. like, just kind of built on it, right? Like did all the little things. Yeah, yeah. And like, then I got Can the big thing. Can you grow food as well? Like, is it, is it, or mostly um, just kind of flowers? I mean, yeah, I guess I'm I sure could. I feel, like, I'm just yeah. thinking of all the reasons like, why at the end of the world... You're I really see what you're doing here. <laughs> yeah. You're like, do you have your gun license? <laughs> Did you get yours yet? Hey, yeah. yeah. I, I pushed back to January, but yeah, January okay, 7th okay. and 8th. I'll, so I'll be the weapons collecting nice. specialist. Awesome. Yeah. You'll feed. It's <laughs> very random. And then. I mean, I can grow food. And you can organize the shit out of yeah, people. I'm, I'm a good negotiator too. I need lists and you can create yeah. them. <laughs> I'll run the government governing body yeah. of yeah. our commune. The walking dead just popped yeah. into my mind. Perfect. Yeah. Nice razor okay. wire, big fence. We'll figure it out. Right. Party of three, it is. Who's <laughs> the fattest? Like, who do we eat if we're, mm. we need to eat somebody? I mean, mm. so hobby farm though. So you grew up around critters. So is husbandry a part of this? Which is also just a weird word, but that's what it's called. Like growing, growing animals, raising animals, hu- husbandry. Yeah, that's right. animal, it's animal that makes husbandry. so much sense yeah, yeah. if you've been married. Yeah, animal husbandry. Wow. <laughs> Here we Lord. are. Um, okay, so you don't watch boxing at all. You can't. I haven't recently. Were no. there when you when you were competing and you were kind of boxing was more of a part of your life? Were there female boxers that really inspired you? Yes, like I love Jelena, um, uh, Amanda Serrano is like she's mm. awesome. She mm-hmm. fights. Um, who else is like Jean Mumbrain? Um, yeah, Cl- Clarissa Shields, obviously. Uh, right. Like, I love her. Um. Those are probably the big ones, I would say. Um, obviously, like, uh, Lucia Riker, like, she was kind of before me. She was, like, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but she's a beast. Like, mm. nowadays, I feel like she, like, if she was in boxing now, she would be, like, I think she would still be top dog. She's just, like, a beast. Mm. So she's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, I just really, I loved when women kind of, like, fought, like, men, you know? Like, I think, like, especially when I first started boxing in the pros, there was, there was still sort of the element of like, like the spectacle of women's boxing, mm. you know? So there was mm. a yeah. lot of like- Cat fight vibes. Cat fighty sort of boxing or like, a, like I don't want to name names, but like, you know, like it was very like sexualized. So like, they're not good, but they're like hot. So mm. they're like successful, right. but they can't mm. like fight. Yeah, like, like really, they don't want to get decent. dirty. Like, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. there's not like- it's great mud wrestling. They're just not there really somewhere. like athletic. So it's like- but they're like the star and it's like kind of annoying. Whereas like now I feel like, oh, obviously there's still going to be like that, like women are going to be like sexualized or whatever. It's always going to be a thing. But like, at least now they're like really good too, you yeah, know? So like they're really like hot, talent. but you're also super talented. And yeah, it's... um, And I love it when people can honor both, all parts of themselves. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and be that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. And I don't just think, it's you know? how you like, show up in the ring. Yeah, it's the truth. <laughs> Absolutely, that's yeah. who. That's what people are really going to see, and that's what's going to leave an impression. So, what I think is kind of funny now is you're seeing this shift into like instead of like men actively sexu- sexualizing women in sport to like women sexualizing themselves. They're like, no, I'll do that for myself. Thank you. That's you know, you're seeing that, right? Right. Like, right? It's like yeah, yeah marketing. Yeah. Like, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You're like cool. You know, and it's funny because I used to have like I don't know, maybe this is a maybe this is a, a road we go down. I used to have like the opposing opinion of it. I, to be honest with you, I don't have a strong opinion about it either way. But I used to. I remember when who was it? 
it was like a tennis player or something. She was uh, on Sports Illustrated, and this it impacted Jeannie me. Bouchard, maybe, maybe, um, yeah, maybe, or it was um, she was um, definitely a Russian, I think, yeah. Russian girl. Oh. This was years ago, and I remember it was the first time like an athlete or something, or at least noted in my mm-hmm. lifetime, I had noted an athlete like on Sports Illustrated, and I thought, man, is it not the best that you're like the one of the top athletes in the world? Like, is that not good enough that you have to be just another pretty person? Mm-hmm. And like that's something that you're putting before your athletic endeavors, like your top five percent projection. Totally. But that was, I remember that being my first thoughts about it. Interesting. You know, I remember being like, but maybe we're conditioned to think those things. Who knows? Right. right? And so it's an interesting box to unpack because now I'm kind of like, Hey, like if it's going to happen to you anyways, might as well do it yourself and sign, get your own check signed for your own self. Yeah. It's a choice. Right. But it's interesting. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Mm, I think if someone wants to embody or share their body or, I think it's totally up to them. I think you can do whatever the fuck you want. Hmm. Honestly, I have no like judgment. And kind of like you, I don't feel any certain way. I feel like people have the right to to share themselves how they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like the whole, like, I think mainly talking about like a lot of Instagram that happens a lot on, but like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's kind of like a show. It's not even necessarily who they are. It's like, they're just. It's a persona. And, yeah. And and market- like, it's marketing. It's marketing for yeah. sure. And like, I mean, women aren't making money in professional sports, like, like men. Right. So like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it levels the playing field, but I don't know. But like, I just feel like it's super interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a bunch of different, there's a bunch of different, yeah. you know, sides you can take and different ways you can unpack that. But you know, it, it, it is an interesting aspect that women's sport has and men's sport really doesn't. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Anyway, so that's a good one. Uh, so what's like, what's next? You gonna have another kid? Yeah, I went to. You can oh, open yeah. a gym. I would have six if I could. Would I'm you? Not allowed. <laughs> I would have so. Many, I would love having <clears throat> babies. Like I just always wanted. All I ever wanted to be when I was younger was a mom. Like that was like what I wanted to be. Oh, that's so sweet. So so more more babies, and then would you ever open like you know your own gym and run uh, or start your own kids I don't program? Know. Probably would just like piggyback on somebody else. I right. don't know. It's a lot of castle having your own gym I've witnessed For that sure. like, yeah. <laughs> feel like yeah that's kind of a huge <laughs> commitment a so just, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'd probably just piggyback or like I don't know something like that but uh yeah and um maybe commentate on an empire I, I, I love she's in my brain maybe but I don't know if I have like enough to say like I disagree oh, completely based no on the way. last hour actually yeah completely. especially when you're watching it live like you're you're talking about what's happening in front of you that's too true. right and nobody yeah. knows the sport better than people that are have been inside mm-hmm. of it yeah no that would be cool yeah totally. we were tickling that idea before we were like wouldn't it be cool like, especially on like a i think on a women's belt would be amazing to have a yeah, female cool. voice on the microphone call it you know calling it yeah more female representation in boxing on all levels Absolutely. right like mm-hmm. commission amateur yeah. boxing bc yeah. all of it and women are proving like they deserve to, to be there right they're putting mm-hmm. good fights they're like super talented and fierce and mm-hmm. it's it's so powerful to see women like competing like on that stage like hbo shows oh, and yeah. it's that like card that recent HBO, card but, the all female card yeah there was yeah. uh there was mayor there was shields. shields yeah and then followed up just recently was a certain other serrano fight where yeah. she just yeah. mowed through someone she's currently wildly undefeated isn't she she's like in yeah. the 20s Didn't serrano just lose to taylor uh, sorry, not Serrano. Um, Sinise, super bad. That's what mm-hmm. I was going to She just, oh, she okay. just fought again. But yes, yeah. you're right. Serrano okay. lost to Taylor. That was an interesting fight. Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it. It what was, it? I mean, close. Super close. Did you think Katie Taylor won? Or? I honestly wouldn't have been shocked if it was a draw. That's kind of, I was like, oof. Oh, okay. And then, yeah. you know, there was, it depends. Like there was a couple rounds where yeah. I was like, I feel like Amanda's winning this. I wanted Amanda Clearly. to win. Like. <laughs> and, and then I, I kind of had this feeling. I'm like, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to, Katie's not going to lose, but yeah. I would have been much happier with the decision, I think, to see a draw and a rematch. Yeah. To be honest with you. It felt a bit of a robbery in my opinion. Jason's nodding. He agrees. Yeah. Jason's my fact checker. <laughs> boxing fact checker. Yeah. Sometimes so. I feel like I'm horrible at scoring boxing. <laughs> Do you know <laughs> what like, I mean? I ever, like, yeah. No, but like you think that you know, and then there's so many biases. There's so much, mm. I mean, depending on who you're rooting mm-hmm. for or who you're watching, like I think it's a real skill to be so objective and score boxing in a way. Yeah. Mm. 
really like yeah not having your mind made up before actually it was interesting I, I wanted to come back to something too just kind of on that but like to, to wrap that point up is like that it's a big task to have a completely Huge. unbiased view and and also being able to recognize like all the nuances like okay you got one fighter that's coming forward a lot and being really mm -hmm. aggressive but even another fighter who's might be counter punching on the yeah. back foot and doing a really good job of landing significant shots so it's like does that yeah. just are they just now well usually i think it's like the power shots are going to be more obviously mm -hmm, and then like sure. after all of a sudden if that's like if it's even in, in that i think then it comes down to like a ringmanship and like see yeah we're and getting you ready yeah, for yeah yeah well, prove <laughs> me wrong that you're gonna be great at this we'd love to have <laughs> I, you out i don't know <laughs> but yeah anyways oh that's awesome yeah. i can't remember what i was gonna say what was i saying uh, or something I don't else know. i think we hit all our marks yeah, we did yeah my brain is always like i'm like oh that'd be a cool topic and then i like ask you another question and i totally forget it but um Sarah, what a pleasure it's been to just chat with you more. Like, I, I think me specifically, because, you know, I don't, I really know you that well. Um, I know of you and Jamie's always spoke so highly of you. You know, I've met you a couple of times, like way back in the days, but mm. it's been such a pleasure to get to know you. And, um, and thank you for also being vulnerable and, and talking about kind of like, I don't know, the, the, the real, the real meat of it is like mm. what boxing means to you. And yeah. how it impacted your life and, and, and like the struggles and the struggles that ultimately mm. created strengths, which is really cool. So thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. I think it's good to talk about, you know, like I think everyone has struggles and yes. yeah, you kind of put it out there. It's not so uh, abnormal, you know, it's just like, Amen to yeah, that. we all just got to deal with our shit and like help each other out. And yeah. Yeah. And that's like, you know, we were talking about Instagram for a second. That's kind of the interesting thing about that digital world, right? Is that you on the outside looking in, you're like, oh, you have no problems. Must be nice. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Yeah. It's not the case, yeah. like, for any of us. But boxing is the, the ultimate. Well, I think I think combat sport in general is the ultimate leveling, like, you know, the ultimate leveler of, like, you versus you. And then you having an intimate moment with another person in combat is, like, the Putting yourself out there. Absolutely. Oh the yeah. ultimate equalizer. That was the word yeah. I was looking for. So, mm -hmm. um, so hearing your story and how boxing, what that meant to you, and, and like the, the your coach, and and also ultimately how that's played forward into all aspects of your life is is really cool. And for me, that's that's the juicy bits. Those are the bits I like. Yeah, well, gas. Yeah. Great questions, both of you. It's awesome. <laughs> it's great. Thanks well, for thanks being for my co-host. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so fun. Wow. Yeah, it was full circle for me. So I'm really happy to have you. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Right. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Empire Boxing Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Jay. I'm Banana. <laughs> and that was Sarah. Thank you so much for watching. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and we will see you next time. Bye. Make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Empire Boxing on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube.